everybody, Coach John Daly here on an early Saturday morning, August 19th. Not super early, it's only 8.20 in the morning, but uh, woke up early and uh, wanted to get a quick workout in. We're going on the road today, out to my parents. Uh, August is a big month of birthdays in, in both our families, uh, both my in-laws, uh, my dad, uh, my wife, and my sister, all in August. So we are heading out to my parents uh, today. Uh, later this morning to uh, celebrate that a little bit and go out to lunch and do some stuff there. So I uh, wanted to get up and get this going uh, today. I knew I had to get this uh, podcast in. Not sure what was going on after uh, we went out there to see my parents in Northville, but uh, I knew I had to get this done now. So I got up, went to the gym. I'm sitting outside a Big B Coffee right now. Uh, after I get this done, I'm going to go in, grab that coffee, uh, do the quick editing and uh, get it posted out there for everybody to hopefully enjoy and find some nuggets from to find these success puzzle pieces that you're looking for. Uh, a couple things. I was listening to Sam Crowley and Jeremy Todd when I was working out and Sam's podcast uh, from yesterday, uh, great podcast by the way, just from the standpoint of um, you know adversity and not wanting it to go away. We always want to get through it. We have you know tough times. Oh, I can't wait till this is over. But Sam brings up the reminder, and he's done this before, where what lessons are there for us to learn? You know, in adversity, in troubles, in, in difficult times, there's lessons there to learn. And I think a lot of times, I know I forget, you know, that maybe I can find some something good in there, even though it's, you know, the situation is not that great at all. But he also talked about, besides learning lessons, keep things in perspective. There's There's people out there that have it a lot tougher than you do, you might think you're the only one going through something. Pretty much guarantee you're not the only one, right? Um, but he, rem- he just reminded me to, to mention that, uh, to you know, think about that too, as far as when you go through those, uh, those adversities, there's lessons there to learn. You know, take a, take, take a deep breath to find them. I know I'm gonna have to do that. There's gonna be something that happens today, I know, you know, that I'm gonna have to take a deep breath and just, you know, kind of look at the lesson there, but also realize I'm not the only one going through it. It's not all that bad. Things could be worse, right? And just to just to plow through it, and especially together, you know, that was the other message with him and his and his wife, uh, the marriage that they have, the ups and downs uh, with their baby Susan. You know, I tell you what, it's uh, great lessons there as far as hanging in there. And it brings me to a point in uh, one of the books I'm reading here. I'll talk about that in a quick second. But Jeremy Todd's um, podcast this morning that I listened to from yesterday, uh, awesome. And he brought up a quote. Uh, or a thought or an idea that he saw posted someplace and then it struck me as this is this has always been me I mean there's times that I don't do this but he said you know after you give eight hours to your job to someone else's dream whether it's a company a business or something like that you know you're making money for somebody else right you're doing a job um, don't come home and give up on your dreams in other words you put all this work and effort and, and time into a job that you're working someplace else. Now, for me, being a teacher and, and basketball coach, I love those things. I'm investing in other people. Am I making my principal money? He's getting paid already. You know, it's it's not like you know if I produce X number of widgets and stuff, he's going to get he's going to make more money. You know, uh, the principal um, or superintendent is one of those people that you know they get paid regardless, at least in the school, right? And my principal is one. If I could work harder, my principal uh, right now, uh, Janelle, quick shout out. Saw you yesterday, stopped into school. Just a smile, the grace that you always have. Uh, you brighten my day, I'm, I'm telling you. Um, 
you know, so if I if I could work harder and make you money, chances are that might be happening, you know. But <laughs> uh, but but Jeremy brings up the great point about come on home. Sure, you got to relax. Sure, you got to unwind, right? But what are you spending your time doing? There's those dreams, those goals. Whether you're reading, listening to podcasts, right? You, you meet up with good friends and and talk about dreams together and how you can support each other. Okay, had a great discussion with Jeff Lip when I went into school. He was there working. One of our counselors getting a lot done, okay? Uh, you know, the conversation we had just enlightened my day, just gave me more fuel and energy to do these things that I'm doing because I know I'm making an impact with him, and he knows he's made an impact with me, right? I started yesterday off with a great breakfast uh, with Stan Targos, a guy uh, that I met through my high school. He graduated eight years after me, so obviously, yes, he's a lot younger, but I consider Stan one of my mentors, right? Besides being a good friend. That uplifting and encouraging, we're always talking about ideas, right? He's always finding ways to uh, lift me up and encourage me and, and not let me get down on myself. I mean, that's, that's what friends are doing. That, that's, that's what we all need to do, okay? And it's just one of those things that uh, I tell you, we need to have more of that in our life. All right, so switching gears here. Um, I am reading... Fred 2.0, The Fred Factor, was uh, the first book uh, that I read from Mark Sanborn. I've read a couple of Mark Sanborn books. Go out there and find some Mark Sanborn books. S-A-N-B-O-R-N, first name Mark. Fantastic author. Uh, but part of this book that I'm reading, a couple things struck out to me, was that um, right in the beginning, he's talking about why be normal. And I, and I posted something like this uh, a couple days ago. Sam talks about this all the time. Normal's overrated, Right. The word abnormal is above normal, right? And and the world needs more of this. So it's one of those things that, you know, we don't talk much about normal unless we want to get back to it after a period of upheaval. That's because normal is what we get used to. Normal is easy, familiar. But is that the best way that we can aim for each day, to be normal? All right? If you want, to, if you want more out of life, Mark talks about, go for more. Raise your expectations. Settle up rather than settle down. I just love that. Okay? Aspire to hire. Look to do more. Look look to get better. I'm saying that all the time. Alright, to my students, to my to my kids, right, my basketball players. And I'm trying it myself too. Listen, the stuff I'm talking about you guys, you know, I have high school students that are miles ahead of me, even though I'm fifty one years old, right? They're miles ahead of me because they understand these points and they've been living them. Right? I'm I've I've heard these points haven't been living them all the time, right? I, I need that. I need to do that a little bit more, okay? Nobody can prevent you from choosing to be extraordinary, okay? Love that. And people, you know, I tell you what, people love being around extraordinary people rather than normal, below average, right? Just kind of slopping through life, you know, work my eight hours, go home, drink beer, and watch TV and fall asleep, right? Again, watching TV, having a beer, taking a nap. Nothing wrong with those three three things, right? But if you're doing them day after day and you're not accomplishing anything, Jeremy brought up just a great point. You know, time's flying by and you come home and yeah, you're tired, but you know, take half hour to read something. You know, I'm trying to do that at the start of my days. It'll be really interesting, you guys, once the summer's over and I'm back to work. Um, number one, how sad my dog's going to be, but definitely I'll, I'll be sad too, not seeing him every morning or at least being able to spend time with him. But uh, it'll be interesting if I can keep some of these habits going to start the school year. Jeff and I and some other people, we always talk, get these habits 
this routine down of doing these good things. You know, so whether it's 15, 20 minutes worth of reading to where, you know, that transfers every day to a typical decent sized book every month that you can get done, right? You're investing in yourself. But uh, Mark talks about the benefits of being extraordinary. Extraordinary brings us delight, okay? Just as spectacular sunrise has the ability to jumpstart our senses and reminds us of the wonders of life, an extraordinary act or experience, whether we provide it or the experience it, it ourselves, uh, increases our joy. More, we need, we want to be around people like that. Don't you want to be a little bit like that? Find those. You can't be that twenty four seven. I know that, right? But extraordinary sets us apart. Employees who offer nothing different from other employees are interchangeable, and they likely won't go far in their careers. Folks, let me tell you this right now: if you haven't seen the changes happening in the world, especially in uh, the work world, that says it right there. If, if you offer nothing different from other employees, you're interchangeable. They can get somebody else in there, okay? Companies are constantly looking, hey, we can replace that person with two other people, okay? They're making this much money, uh, production's down, they're kind of, you know, moping through life, they're not doing anything extra, they, you know, not a great attitude. We've got two kids over here, fresh out of college or going to college, yeah, we can hire them half as much, we'll bring them in. You know, I'm telling you, it, it, you can be you can be replaced real easy in today's world if you don't live that extraordinary life, that attitude, right? Extraordinary defends our position. The price for sloppiness and mediocrity is higher today than it's ever been. If consumers can better can get better service or value elsewhere, they'll abandon their inferior for the superior without giving a second thought to loyalty. That that's huge right there, you guys. Unbelievable. Okay. And a life well-lived is the sum of extraordinary effort, extraordinary relationships, and extraordinary results. Okay? There's some other great stories. I'm running out of time here. Uh, the other thing I'm just getting to is living, being committed. Uh, always talk about service, right? The better service you bring to people, the better value you bring to people. Being committed is one of those things that is just to relationships, to your spouse, to obviously your job, to your kids, to your dream, right? Being committed is huge. Don't lose that. Okay, so he talks about start with commitment. And then I'm just getting into the, uh, the work with passion chapter, chapter five. Okay, so there's some great things in this book. I'm going to probably share some other things. Uh, I'm going through On Fire, the book from John O'Leary. Look at the end of the month. I'm going to post something pretty soon. I'm going to do a Facebook Live. And even if nobody shows up, at least the video will be there that you can watch it later. I want to go through some points out of that book and have a little book discussion. So hopefully you went out and got that book. On Fire by John O'Leary. Okay? Hey, I'm going to get my coffee. I'm going to get this done. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of the weekend. Keep working hard. Drop me a note. Head over to my Facebook page, Coach to Expect Success. And we can do some chatting over there. But I do hope you are well. Take care of yourselves, you guys. Stay positive. See you.